Hey, hey, hey. All right. I think I think it's happening. Um, you know, the thing about the bird is... Um, there was a lot of... <laughs> there was a lot going on. Um, with that bird? Not No, not with the bird, but just between like moving a thousand miles away and then moving a thousand miles back. You know, that's a lot within the space of a couple of years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's not moving across town. Yeah, yeah. How many states have you lived in? One. There you go. Right. So, we've lived in a lot more states than that. Um, Cross country, but eastern part of the country, I guess. But it's still a thousand miles up and down. More than that, really. And, and, And the bird is a symbol of your... Constant migration. You're always trying to put a nice face on <laughs> things, aren't you? I, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like no, but I you are though. Am, am, this is this is your right speech ethos that you embrace, right? I wouldn't. You say You don't want to talk about bad about, about to things or people. Positive. It's like you have right speech. That's that's your ethos. Yeah. Yes. Right. I I don't. <laughs> I don't embrace that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a shit all the time, but, you know, sometimes people deserve a little shit talking. That's all. The bird is not one of them. The bird skeleton. That's that's not one of the people that deserve shit talking. It's been a the while. Bird's, the bird skeleton. Yeah. I'm way, uh, I'm way, I, I don't know what you're, I, I'm, I thought you were talking about that seagull you sent me yesterday. That's a beautiful man or lady. I don't know. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. I spent hours <laughs> trying to capture a photo like that, you know? Well, it's good. It's, it's. Did it's you crop good. that or is that? Uh, no, that's no. All that's optical. raw. It's just raw. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's perfect the way that I think the wings, the tips of them extend out the frames. Because I think that's what really draws you in when something like brushes up against the frame like that. Yeah. It creates a mental thing, a tension maybe. Yeah, you you shouldn't be constrained by the boundaries of a square box ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes maybe that's the point, but... Not just like a rote, like qualification. So, so which which bird skeleton are we talking about now? So we lived in Florida for what three years, almost, almost three years, right? Um, it's hard for me to keep track of all those years. Yeah, I would say yes. I mean, I, if you asked me to guess, I would have probably guessed something more than three years. I think it was just under three years, actually. But back then, years were like this boundless. Years were decades. Years were decades, and now... Days were months. Decades are years. Yeah, that's If right. you would follow the book, like Lieutenant Savick. 
um, yeah. Lived in Pennsylvania. We moved away from Pennsylvania down to Florida. It was not a great time. Moved back to Pennsylvania. <sighs> moved into this. It was a, uh, I mean, duplex is a word, right? Duplex. Yeah. Which are two homes in one structure. Mm-hmm. But this was a gigantic duplex. Four levels. I do not remember that house being a duplex. Yeah, it's a duplex. It was okay. the best duplex ever because our best neighbors ever, B&E, uh, Brad and, um, no, well, they couldn't have been that good. Don't remember them. Sorry, man. But we would entice <laughs> him to not go to his job at the university library and instead hang out on the porch and drink beers in the afternoon on this like bucolic amazing street that's like yes. the epitome of a David Lynch movie like the beginning mm -hmm. of Blue Velvet and it's like yeah, for sure. what the fuck it's it's July it's 77 degrees uh, there's just uh, people and children just walking down the sidewalks on either side there's dappled sunlight like what are you do? you're gonna go inside and work at the library instead of like embracing this one like extended moment in your life where everything has coalesced into a like picture perfect moment in a movie before everything goes to shit embrace it and we did that over and over it was great because that's fabulous yeah yeah and, and like well it was jeff and ellie it's Jeff and Ellie. But, um, yeah, we would uh, <laughs> just convince him to just not go to work. Because what the fuck? What, he was going to go work at the library? Come on. It's like, just hang out for, like, we're just going to sit here on the porch. We're going to have porch time, drink some casual beers for the next six and a half hours, and then we'll grill some foods. You want some of that, too? Uh, yeah, then we'll eat some birds and dogs, and uh, once uh, 9 or 10 o'clock rolls around, we'll both retire to our independent halves of the house. What's better than that? It's a great blueprint. <sighs> That's a blueprint for life. It's a blueprint for life. Except, you know, we had four stories. We had a basement, first floor, second floor, third floor. And recording studio on the fourth floor. Uh, my brother, you might know him, his name is Dave. Lived on the fourth floor, but down the hall. The second floor was uh, the bedroom for me and my wife. You might know her, her name's Leslie. And my daughter, you might know her, her name's Jules. And also an office. And the first floor is living room, dining room, kitchen. And then there's a basement, too. It's an insane <laughs> home, and that's yeah, only yeah. There's a lot of space. Yeah, and that's only half of it. And it had so much character. Oh my it's an god! Old Victorian oh, home, god. like so much, so much character in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's the most Victorian home on not the most Victorian street, but the most like calm and bucolic street. 
because the street down from Curtin Street had more B&Bs with their, like, fancy shit going on. But Right. Top of the hill, Curtin Street, that's where it's at. <sighs> anyway, we shot a couple of movies there. Um, <laughs> and <sighs> we didn't really have jobs necessarily. We moved back from Florida. I quit my job. Moved back there. <laughs> there was, there was gonna be some jobs happening, but those didn't happen due to one question in a phone interview. You know, you know yeah. the question. Oh, I do. Yeah, and that didn't happen. So anyway, we were just doing our best to make it. Uh, Leslie went and got a job at the um, amusement. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. The yeah, amusement place, state amusement yeah. and spending, we'll call it. That's like, fuck, yeah. You got a full-time job. That's great. I was doing, you know, freelance motion graphics and video work here and there as I could. Our rent was $550 a month for that monstrosity, so that didn't, <laughs> like, that's nothing. So one day... I had my office in the second floor, weird little room. Mm-hmm. This is before I moved it up top. Okay. So I don't know. You walk in the front door and the stairs are directly in front of you. You have to turn right to go into the living room. Do you remember any of this? Yes, I definitely remember that. Okay. Walk in well, the front door, go up the stairs. That's where the bathroom yeah. is. Second floor. Okay, yes, I'm remembering that now. Yeah, turn the right. The second floor was blank to me, and I mentioned the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, turn yes. right, take a piss. Uh, go, keep going straight when you reach the second floor. That was my office. Okay. So, my office is, my office and the bathroom are, they share a wall. Uh-oh. So, you, you go up the stairs, Maybe keep not. going straight, that's my office, turn right, there's the bathroom. They share that fucking wall there. You always have okay. to have that panel to access the plumbing. Right, right, okay. So that panel is in your office. In yes, so. Gotcha. Oh, you know, remove the panel, and then there's the plumbing. Maybe there was a leak <laughs> or something there. I don't really remember. But I spent, you know, after I would teach Jules or ABCs, Volcano was a particularly troubling one for her, but then it would be nap time, and then I'd have, like, daddy office time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I need to go in there because I feel like there's a leak. Drip, 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 you know? Okay. Oh, here I found the panel. Oh my God, it's in my office. Remove the panel. It's like, you know, dust hasn't okay. been opened in, you know, decades, probably. Gotcha. gotcha. And it's just like, it just looks like, like a thousand year old, like tomb that Indiana Jones would find, you know, okay. it hasn't been opened in a I'm long time. It's all yes. gray and dust. Yes. I look in, it's like right in the. Right there, about a foot in, it's like, oh my god, there's a fucking bird skeleton. 
Oh my god. Did a bird? How did a. What the fuck? Did a bird come in from outside and somehow, like, get into the, like, access panel to the plumbing? I mean, it's possible. It's possible, right? You get birds, like, birds, stuck in your walls and stuff. They're sometimes. around, yeah. Yeah. But to get into the access panel? Like, this took a lot of doing to open. Like, well, I don't think he, the bird opened it. The bird, like, somehow got in there between the space, like, in the wall, you know? Somehow. So my wife, you might know her. Her name's Leslie. Got a full-time job. Like, an actual job. Like, a f- like mm-hmm. with benefits and shit. Which is hard to do, <laughs> considering we only lived in that region for one year before we left again. Yeah. That's that's impressive. There were like hundreds of applications for that job. She got the job. A couple months in, she's talking to her boss. And she's like, hey, because they would just shoot the shit all the time. They were sniffing each sure. other's asses, you know? It's like, oh, we're yeah. like we're like little animals have to sniff each other's buttholes. Do we... Are we copacetic or not, you know? But, like, literally they would say that kind of shit. And her boss was like, you're the best. That's exactly what we want. So she worked there for a year. And uh, she told my wife, you might know her name's Leslie, told her boss about this story about me finding this fucking bird skeleton in the access panel. And her boss is like, wait a minute. Where do you live? <laughs> uh, Curtain Street, Belfont. What's the address? <laughs> oh boy! It's like three fifty-eight or something. Mm-hmm. What did it look like? And I think I took a photo of it and sent it, and it's like, she's like, that's my bird. <laughs> she lived in that home, and her bird, her parakeet, went missing. <laughs> Get the fuck out. And it was like a big mystery. It's like, what the fuck? My beautiful parakeet went missing. Where did it go? She's like, it must have like flown out the door at some point or an open window. (laughs) No, it got trapped in the fucking access panel of the plumbing. (laughs) It's like, yes, that's my bird. Because it wasn't like a robin or a blue jay. This was a fucking parakeet skeleton. It's like, that's my fucking bird. That's the kind of shit that tries men's souls. would be in a Coen Coen Brothers movie, and it wouldn't be, like, real. It would just be, you know, the wacky exploits of the universe. Well, that is all it is, though, isn't it? But here we are. Yeah, that's true. That's truly where we are. The universe has wacky exploits, and they're real. I mean, I saw that bird skeleton, and... It was like, that's not a regular, that's not just a, like, starling or some shit. That's not a mm-hmm. tufted titmouse. That's a parakeet. Because we had parakeets growing up. Minnie. That was her name. That's like, my bird, my bird went missing. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, there's the skeleton bird story. What do you got? Well, that's a great story. 
Was it, or was it just an anecdote? Hmm. Hmm. I've never pondered the difference between a story and an anecdote. I've pondered it, but I don't know the difference. I feel like they're talking about two different dimensions, maybe. By dimensions, like they're related, but they're on uh, they're 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 on opposing dimensions. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. Well, like a story has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and an anecdote is just a thing that happened. Right. Maybe I don't know. So the definition of anecdote is a short, amusing, or interesting story about a real incident or person. All right. Well, that's what that was an anecdote then. Yeah. Well, but this it also says an anecdote is an interesting story. So an anecdote is a type of story. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. So I want to say that was a full story though, because you got all of it in there. You got the, you know, moving around. Your wife gets a job. You got characters in there. You know, sniffing each other's butts. You got a lot going on in there. Yeah, I I thought so. It's definitely a full-fledged story. Okay. Without a doubt. All right. Thank you. I mean, you say without a doubt a lot. I do, because I don't have a lot of doubts about certain things. Okay. And a lot of those things are things that we discuss. In my regular life, I have a lot of doubts. On this podcast. Yeah, you back that doubt truck back up into your mind palace. Yeah. But not on this podcast. Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Well, not a lot of the topics. All right. But about the podcast, but not about the topics within the podcast. Yes. There you go. <sighs> okay. It's a, whether you're inside or outside. Right now, I'm inside. I'm inside the podcast. And you have no doubts or a little doubt. I mean, so I may or may not have doubts. It just so happens for whatever reason. And that's something we could get into. Why the things that end up in this podcast are things where I can definitively say without a doubt so often. Well, let's get into it then. Tell me a bird skeleton. Cause I finally did that after this has been a long time coming. Right. You, you tell me a bird skeleton story then that you, you have without a doubt wanted to regale me with. Well, I have no, do I have a, I'm trying to dig deep. I don't think there's any, I can without a doubt say I do not have a bird skeleton story <laughs> you're, of my you're own. Having it both ways. Well, I don't know. I don't get why not having a doubt about the, the fact that your bird skeleton story is a story, then reflects back on me that I must have a bird skeleton story. It doesn't. I'm just asking you for one. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. Well, here I got my own story. All right. This may or not work. Doesn't have to be it's a not, bird now, skeleton okay, story. Okay, this I will say is probably not a story. That's fine. An anecdote. It's a recent well, observation that I fine. recent factoid I've discovered. There's nothing I would like more. So, and let's let's test this because we we talked about a while back. We talked about the sitcom Alice, and you were unfamiliar. <laughs> right. Right. So this may be I mean, a, a that's similar an ongoing Alice embarrassment for me, but yes, situation. Okay. So Alf, um, you're going to talk about Alf? I know Alf. No, no. This is this is popular music. Okay. Fuck. Circa 1987. Oh, God. Do you remember <sighs> the song by Heart Alone? Heart Alone or by Heart? The, song, the band is Heart. 
the band is hard. The song, you know, in their heyday, Barracuda, and uh, all that stuff. Female empowerment, Barracuda, Magic Man. Oh, he's a magic man. I know. Yeah, Magic Man. Heart songs. What's the? There's another big one they had. Um, Yeah. Shit. Barracuda. Barracuda, Magic Man. There's one other one. Yeah, there might be one other one. I can't remember. There was one other big one. Try, no, try, no, try to understand. He's a magic man. That's a magic man. Fuck. Yeah. Um. I need to look it up now. Well, okay. You I'm look it up. it up. I don't want to spoil anything up. because you're trying to get me to. Crazy on you. That's the song. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Of. Crazy on you. Right. Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So in the eighties, I didn't want to. I had... didn't want to foil your John Seek esque test that you were going to give yes. me. In the in the eighties, they had some hits also that were like very eighties songs, like that. Um, <sighs> These dreams, you know. These right? dreams are made. I thought that was Annie Lennox. No, not that one. This is a different one. Oh. These dreams go on when I close my eyes. Oh yeah, that's a nice. I like that song. Every second of the night, yeah, I live another great. life. Very eighties, but I love it. That's yes. a great song. And also by Heart. It yeah. is kind of interesting to look at Heart and like see in the seventies. You know, they were kind of this kind of like I don't know hard rock, Led Zeppelin inspired yeah, hard rock kind of thing and now in the 80s they're These doing the dreams, 80s thing come on. they're like a uh, Whitney Houston-esque thing mm-hmm. they also had this song Alone I hear the ticking of the clock I'm lying here the room's pitch dark know that song piano going on I would say you gotta keep going for a little bit more I don't recognize it just I yet I wonder where you are tonight no answer on the telephone. I don't know this one, I don't think. Is there any is that the chorus? No, that's the how it starts. Alright, let me the hear chorus the chorus. The chorus is like then. Till now I always got by on my own. I never even cared until I met you. And now it chills me to the bone. <laughs> How do I get you alone? Oh, yeah. How do I get you alone? <laughs> that took a while to get there. How do I get you alone? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, I've been listening to that song recently. I don't know why. Okay. But... I discovered something about that song. Okay. Is that, you know, singing falsetto doesn't actually sound good. Yes. That's the closest I can get. But yeah. <laughs> no, well, well, here's the thing. That song. So that song. Huge hit from the band Heart in the year 1987. How do I get you alone? Yes. I believe it's just entitled Alone. Oh, okay. Yeah. How right. do I get you alone? The that song though was sung in an episode of the sitcoms the sitcom Dreams in 1984 by John Stamos and some other female artist who I cannot remember her name right now. Three years earlier, 
What's your point? There was a sitcom called Dreams. Uh-huh. It was very short-lived. I believe they only aired like five episodes out of the 12 episodes they shot. I'd, I have no recollection of this. It's a very deep cut in the TV schedule. But about a, you know, group of young people in a band, you know, hoping to make it big. And in one of the episodes, the song that this fictional band performed was Alone. And then later, three years later, Hart recorded that song and made it a huge hit. Same, interesting. same song? Same song. Same melody. You can look it up on YouTube. We can, throw it in the, we can throw it in the show notes, a link to it. Dreams. I thought it was called Dreams. Alone. John Stamos, 1984, three years earlier, singing Alone. I thought it was called Alone. It is called Alone. You just said Dreams. Dreams is the name of the sitcom where okay. it appeared before Hart recorded it. I feel like a cursory Google search would explain all of this. Well, I'm not saying, yeah, there's an explanation. Some guy wrote that song, they used it in there, and then later Hart like, was like, oh, you know, some record executive was like, hey, here's a song sitting out there. This could be a big hit if you guys recorded it. It's right in your cue zone. And they're like, wait, it's not like right in my cue zone, is it? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, shit. And they like, Q-Zone? Became a big hit. I don't know what that is. What's Q-Zone? It just meant it was the perfect song for them to play. No, but what's Q-Zone? I don't fucking know, man. Why'd you say Q-Zone? It's industry lingo. No, but you're not in the industry, so why'd you say Q-Zone? There's a reason for that. The reason is I was quoting quoting a, a comedy routine. From whom? From um, I think you should leave by Tim Robinson. I think you should leave with you Tim guys. Robinson. Love that guy. I fucking do love him. He's not doing it for me. I've watched like ten apps, and it's like yeah, I'm, well, I'm, not, you know, I'm nonplussed. This, this stuff is just not uh, for everybody. You know, everyone's got their own thing going on, and that's fine. <laughs> But yeah, I just spontaneously kind of went into there. I think that that seals the deal. If you didn't know what you were getting into and you just stumble upon it, because I had you and Laura Fisk and right. all these other people like, oh my God, that's the best thing ever. Well, Everybody has to watch this. And then I watched it and it's like, okay, okay. I kept watching episode after episode, like eight of them. It's like, all right, it's not that great. Well... Uh, no, let me clarify. I meant I just stumbled into quoting him right now, saying Q-Zone. Okay. I'm not saying I just stumbled into the show. Well, I how came did you about it similar way show, to then? you. Everyone being like, this is the best show ever. Watch it. Granted, did I was like, shit, this is the best show ever. Everyone was right. Did somebody... You were aware that people were saying this is the best show ever? Yes. Oh. Well, I was too, but... I feel like that tended to fuck it up for me because it's like, this isn't that great. It's no bird skeleton or heart talk. Right. So another thing I discovered. Well, I hope it's more I'm really interesting gonna, than I'm fucking, really going to fucking step in it here. This I, I is more heart go. talk. Say that again? I, I said I hope it's more interesting than I think you should go. I think it is. All right. Well, I think you should stay. It... 
So I discovered the little exhale really sold that. Yeah, I discovered that if you take the song alone, this is the hard song. You take "Day in the Life" by the Beatles. God, you can sing the other song the other way. They like match up. I don't know what you mean by that. Like they're the meter that both songs are written in are like the same, like the same amount of syllables, same access po- accent points. Now where it doesn't work is there's a different amount of stanzas in the verses and choruses that don't quite add up, but you could probably cut and paste it to match it up. If you really felt yeah, like you kind of have to like either, you know, you can't just play the karaoke version of alone and just seeing all of the lyrics right. today in the life. You have to like be like, okay, this verse, this, verse ends early and then the chorus cuts in and I can't get through all the words of the heart chorus or the day in the life when heart blah 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 whatever but yeah so you know I because I was I forget what I was even doing I discovered this I was talking to my wife and I was like who's that I, my, you may know her her name is Christine oh, yeah shit and I think I was trying to relay some of this new shit that came to light about the song alone Mm-hmm. And just like you made me do, she's making me sing it, right? <laughs> but I couldn't help when I sang it, it was coming out in the tune of Day in the Life. Like my brain had short circuited. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? What's so, the name of this song? Alone. Is, is, I just typed it out. Is heart. <laughs> Are they spelled H-A-R-T? No, H-E-A-R-T. Just regular Just heart. Like the regular word heart. They, d- yeah. they weren't trying to be fancy with H-A-R-T. No. no, yeah, they weren't like a band where the lead singer was named like Jeremiah Hart. And so the band was just heart. H-A-R-T. Yeah. Right. No. It's H-E-A-R-T. H-E-A-R-T. Right. Well, I still don't know why you told that story. Just an interesting factoid. Is it? I said it wasn't a story. It was an interesting factoid. You didn't say factoid. You said it was an anecdote, but then you went on this whole thing about an how anecdotes said, are actual stories. No, you had to are think about anecdotes of stories. Or anecdotes are subsets of stories. You're losing yourself, Adam. How so? Your your sense of self is breaking down. Tell me how. And And... You know, things that you're doing, you know, there's no more separation between me and you. We've become one being at this point. I don't know. I think um, there's been months where we've teased the bird skeleton story, and I think that was a good story. And I think your heart talk was just um, some... It's definitely uh, subpar compared to the bird story. Ruminescences. Speaking of which, we watched Reminiscence... (laughs) Oh, yeah? Starring Hugh Jackman, uh, which was released in streaming and theatrical venues the same day. Yes. Yes. And by God. It was worth that trip to the theater. Yeah. And I have a little cough now, but I think it's worth it. Tell my daughter I love her. It was all for the love of Hugh Jackman. It's a terrible movie. Terrible. We had a great time, my wife and I, you might know her name's Leslie, making fun of the movie as we watched it. 
which yeah, is that's a, always good when you can get into the right groove with that yeah which is very rare because like i don't want to necessarily make fun of movies while i'm watching them i just want to watch yeah. it like maybe it's going to be good but it was very clear like at like two minutes into the movie like oh i oh shit <laughs> i see what this is fuck so then we just got to make fun of it the whole time it was good it was yeah, good in that way a little fun what I'll say about that movie is I like will like watch a YouTube video and the trailer for that movie <laughs> will play beforehand. Yeah. Like they're trying to add it and and like I've started to watch the trailer, but like the trailer can't even hold my interest. Wow. I kind of zone out on the trailer, so I'm not even sure exactly what the hell the whole thing is about. So bad. Something about he goes in some machine and relives his memories or something. But so like bad. Even just watching the trailer, I'm like, I can't. And usually, I'm I'm a big trailer guy. Yeah, I love sure. watching trailers. Me oh, too. Oh, there's a new movie coming out. Here's the trailer. Oh, let me watch this. And yeah. The good thing is, a lot of these trailers, you watch the trailer, and you're like, I've pretty much, I don't need to watch the movie now. I get it. It's cool. Well, it's a bad trailer then. Well, it may be a bad trailer, or maybe a good trailer if it saves me from having to watch a movie like Reminiscence. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I've seen it now. I get the gist. I can move on. Or at the very least, I might watch and be like, I want to watch that someday. But in the meantime, I get the gist. So I understand what's happening out there in the movie cosmos from watching the trailer. I don't have to actually watch every movie that comes out. I just have to watch all the trailers. I mean, I get you. And then I get you. watch a movie here and there. But I think that's the trailer's not doing its job then. If you're like, no, I've that, seen that, the trailer. I don't need to see the movie. I think... Right. A good trailer is one that entices you to watch the movie. Not like, okay, I've basically seen the movie. I get it. Yes. I'll move on. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. No doubts. No, no doubts, man, about that. Zero doubts. Do you have doubts about that? Do you think maybe Well, that's not everything that makes a good trailer? Yeah. Well, after your diatribe there, maybe I do have doubts about it. Because you're just a trailer man. I am a trailerman. And, uh, you know, good, bad, indifferent trailers, you you love them all. And maybe there's a space for, you know, a trailer worldview. Maybe that's your ethos. What's wrong with that? Nothing, I guess. But I'm like, a trailer is a function of, like, the economic arm of the film, where it's trying to make its money back, yes. and it's enticing people no. to spend money on the movie. For sure. So that's how you would gauge the effectiveness of a trailer. I mean, if it's all just, you know, a profit game. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> not to put too fine a point on it, but. Um. Anything to say about the goings-on uh, backstage, so to speak, when it comes to our show? No. Okay. I don't think we need to say anything about it. All right. That. We're just going to let it just happen. Just let it happen, you know? You don't plan for it. You no don't wait for it. it. You just, just let, let it happen. happen. That's right. That's fucking right. <sighs> now... <clears throat> There's been a lot of instances of people not showing up to work around here. I don't know if that's happening up there. Yeah, I think that's a 
a thing that's happening a lot. Yeah. So between like that and the plague and climate change, it's a lot to take in. Well, (coughs) perhaps. It's always at the most crucial moments that your body rejects you and your thoughts. I mean, in terms of people not showing up for work, I, I say more power to them. Don't show up for work if you don't want to. Hey, like you I just agree. started this out with an antidote. And I, I an, agree, man. Antidote? An anecdote about that. Not an antidote. Anecdote. Right. Yes. But the whole thing, I think also, like, yes, perhaps for, you know, us and for other people, it does create inconveniences or problems like, oh, your favorite restaurant is no longer open for lunch because there's no one to work there or something. But I'm also like, I realize there's a lots of ins and outs to this, but at the same time, I'm like, well, you know what? I'll figure out a way to get by. I'm not going to get angry at people for not working. There. No, of course not. I'm not, or, or at the, I'm just going to be like, good. I'm happy. Less people are working today. Stand up for yourself. Yeah. They're taking it easy for all us. That's right. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. No problem with that. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the same thing. Let's go. As long as, you know, we still have toilet paper. You know, if we need to fucking go backwards on that and people are just keep going doing good, but that's I'm fine with that. I can live in my this own down. little monastic like existence here. You're fine with not Simpler having existence. toilet paper. I mean, not I'm today. writing it down. It depends on what the uh, you Say know, it. what the trade off is. Say it. Depends on what the trade-off is. If the if we don't have toilet paper, the trade-off is people, people in the toilet wanna... paper manufacturing warehouse don't come to work. That's the trade-off. I'm all right with that. All right, here we go. Or the people in the or if I have to pay a lot more money for toilet paper, maybe. Or you know what? I figure out how did people do it before toilet paper for all those tens of thousands of years? It's called leaves, I'll bro. Have to figure out what they did, and I'll, I'll do that. You got a rub and stump. You ever had a rubbing stump? You grow up with a rubbing stump? I could, like, you take, take a my shit, garden hose. You take a shit. You go over to the rubbing stump. You go up and down. <laughs> scrape it all out. Dip it in the pond. You're done. A couple of leaves. Yeah. Wick away the moisture. Done. There you go. But you really want to go back to that? Want to is different from accepting that. If it's for the greater good of people working with Yeah, like... How do you not get whiplash, like, whipping around everywhere, this way, that way? I don't think I'm whipping yeah, around. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, 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 but you wear like, a high voice, so I know that you're... If you, if you imagine, imagine, like, one of those charts, like a sine wave, like it's going up and down, up and yeah, down, right? Yeah, that's you. Okay, that's fine. your head on a little zoom, 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 back and forth. That's me, but the, that sine wave gets narrower and narrower over time, and that's what has to happen. It funnels down, so it's not going, like... Three feet high, three feet low off on this, like, six-foot screen that I have here. It eventually gets down. Down like that. That's what it sounds like. So you're living in the quantum realm. No one can know your position or your speed. You got to choose one. Exactly. And that's why it just seems like whiplash to you. Because I'm... Uh, lower, um, higher vibration. You're lower vibration. You're working in the macro plane. Right. 
right. I'm in uh, Flatland. And you're like and a, I'm just you're a, like an apple that descends through Flatland, and we just see like little cross sections of it. No, I would say you have more dimensions. So if you're in Flatland, I'm a one-dimensional. <laughs> I'm operating the one dimensions. You're just you're just sucking my asshole right now. You're trying to make me feel good about things, but I don't I don't believe you. No, I think being in one dimension is superior. How so? Um. The less dimensions, less problems. First of all, the fewer dimensions, the fewer problems. All right. Yeah. I stand corrected. Without a doubt, you just corrected me. So anyway, but that's, you don't live in one dimensions. You don't even live in two dimensions. So you're just willfully ignoring 66.66 repeating percent of your surroundings. And that's your that's your ethos yeah. is ignoring most of the shit. Well, I'm not talking about physically where I am. I'm talking about the the data structures within my brain that give me doubts or remove doubts. And they're one dimensional. What's the one dimension that removes doubts for you? That would be the diamond dimension. Can you describe it? Because just um, describe it to hard. me as if I'm a six-year-old and I don't understand. It's, it's hard and sharp. It's crystalline. Um, it is crystalline. See, if you look from a three-dimensional viewpoint, you would see it's crystalline. But because I'm in one dimension, I experience that crystalline kind of like the whiplash you were describing. Yeah, I know it's hard to describe like a one-dimensional thing to a person that lives in three dimensions, but do your best. It's, well, if you imagine like a number line, right? And I should say one spatial dimension. I still have time, right? Do you, though? So, well, when I'm talking about time, I'm only talking, when I talk about dimensions for this whole construct we're creating here, it's purely physical dimensions. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about any temporal dimensions. Okay. Like, let's not even get started with. Right. Okay. That's two fine. dimensional time, three dimensional fine. time. Poof. You're right. Let's not. But we got the x yes. axis. Here's your so one yes, dimension. That's somehow. it. And you can have a value on that. But since there is time, it can move with time, right? So it kind of creates what I said. Like, imagine like a graph. One. So now we're going to visualize the temporal dimension physically just for the sake of argument, right? And it, so it does kind of look like two dimensions, but it's a line in essence that can just, it's always moving to the right on this graph, mm-hmm. that point, but it can move up and down as it goes. Like a stock market Not graph, if it's like one a dimensional sine wave. Though. Well, I'm talking about time, right? I'm trying but to explain that's not it the how best you. I can. You shouldn't visualize time like that. All right, so let's not visualize time like that. Um, it's just a point that moves up and down, or a point that's locked in one position if there's not even time. You're, in essence, a single point, a single point of dark. You know, this is the problem with um, our corpuses, our 3D corpuscles. Yeah, that they're all an illusion. They can't imagine anything beyond themselves, effectively. 
Yeah. That is true. But you're trying. I appreciate that. You still got this x-axis. You're trying to say it goes up and down, but that's the y-axis. So it doesn't work. Oh, sure. X, Y, again. It's industry jargon. Yeah, sure. My thinking's become very uptight. I get it. But you have to have a new conceit here. I'll call it the F-axis. All right. What is it? How would you imagine that? The F-axis. It looks like the Y-axis, but uh-huh. I'm just going to call it the F-axis to avoid any conflation with regular two-dimensional thinking. Okay. You're still stuck in this small thinking, though. Could be. You yeah, gotta I can't do really these, argue that. You got to do these, like, they twist upon themselves, you know? It's, it's only the X-axis, but... You know, it's strings, and they curl back upon themselves in a way that we can't possibly comprehend. Yeah. And the math barely supports. Just think about, like, how our, talking about corpuscles, (laughs) how our bodies are mostly empty space. Is that true? Yeah. Think about, what are we made of? Atoms. They're mostly fucking empty space. Yeah, yeah. All, all objects in all, our yes. world that we touch and interact with are mostly empty space. Yes. The most object, the object that I'm closely concerned with is my own corpuscle, mm-hmm. you know? And just, it's empty fucking, which is why gamma rays and shit, they just pew. Just go right Can you imagine if you weren't empty space? We'd be How much a lot you'd fucking fatter. weigh. Yeah. You'd weigh like, I don't even know. Infinity. Like as much as the continent of North America or something. You might weigh as much as the fucking universe. Who knows? We're mostly empty space, though. It's crazy. I'm sure the math on that could be done pretty easily by easily? someone Not with by a you. PhD. Not by Not me. Not by me. They'd be like, that's a cute result. But yeah, no. Empty space. Things pass through you. They just go zinging right through, don't they? It's small enough. Well, yeah. Right. Right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We don't know shit. It all depends on what power of ten we're talking about, I suppose. I guess. We're medium? Like, are we extra medium or just medium? I guess we're extra medium. Okay. Extreme medium Yeah. I got nothing else. All right. I'm going to take a drink of water. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's really hear it. It's from a camelback. Did you pass through Phoenix on your trip? Did you? Um, we did indeed. Very nice. My mommy, you might know her. Her name is Gigi. Used to have a condo there, Scottsdale, but we split hairs here. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. It's a dry heat out there. You can play basketball outside when it's 108. It's not that bad. Stay hydrated. 
Yes. It's a, it's a struggle to stay hydrated. It all comes down to water. And you, you, yeah, it comes down to water. That is the answer. Mostly empty water. Empty fucking water. <laughs> <laughs>